When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Lovers and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, for Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGregorio. I just want to say it's an honor and a privilege to be able to talk about movies t- and also do movie news, movie reviews, and also too. I also have a little bit of announcement to make before I actually get into tonight's segments. But this is what I want to bring out first. I'm going to have a little guest that's going to be coming on the show coming up on Saturday, and that is Daniel Lloyd. Daniel Lloyd, if you don't know who he is. He's an was an assistant director for the hit TV series Vikings. Vikings was a TV show that came on the History Channel, and I'm actually going to have him on. We're going to be doing our top ten list of movies that made us cry. I'm going to be interviewing him a little bit, and then we're also going to be talking about the UFC fight that that that's going on Saturday night, and we're just going to have a good time. So we're going to be talking about that. I hope that you guys end up checking that out whenever it does drop on that Saturday night. And with further ado, let me go on into tonight's segments. So, I'm going to be talking about The Boys Season 2 trailer review. I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be talking about Halloween Kills. This is actually the sequel to the 2018 Bloomhouse movie, Halloween. And, of course, I'm going to be talking about Candyman. The release date actually got pushed back. I'm going to go into details on a little bit of that. And also, to my final thing that I'm going to be doing is a discussion topic. So... This is what I decided to do. And I've been doing discussion topics since I started doing the show. But I I have a lot of fun doing these discussion topics. So for tonight's discussion topic, it's actually going to be pretty fun. And that is Wolverine. Should we go on ahead and recast him with another actor? Or should we wait a little bit longer? Because everybody is still familiar with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So I'm going to be talking about that. So with further ado, let's go on ahead and get in with the show now. So as I mentioned, the boys trailer dropped today and I'm just going to say, oh my God, that trailer was just fantastic. I love Billy Joel. I love, we didn't start the fire. That, that song captivated what the boys trailer actually is. I felt like the mixing of the trailer was really good. We actually get to see all our characters back again. Huey, we actually get to see him. We get to see Butch, Billy the Butch, uh, Billy the Butcher and everything. And we also get to see a lot of the characters that we love. And also too, this is actually a fun trailer if you actually think about it. I mean, we got to see a little bit of that tease that they actually gave us before where I ended up doing a review on that about how dark it was for a preview that they actually gave us for season two about how the government is pretty much sending in this one person to kill other superheroes. And then uh, there's also some other stuff that's actually happening in this season, which I don't even know what's going to be happening in this season. But my favorite thing is Billy the Butch and his gang is all wanted now. Everybody knows who they are. Billy the Butch just doesn't give a shit, though. He's still going to do whatever Billy the Butch is going to do. And I got to say, I love whenever he's flipping off the camera, the security cameras and everything. It just shows that he just doesn't care. And then Huey even tells him, 
I don't know about your idea because he says, I got a fantastic idea. And he's like, I don't think I want to know. And I love that chemistry back and forth between Huey and Billy the Butch because I always love those good characters. And you can actually tell that they're actually giving Billy the Butch a lot more to do this season compared to the first season. Don't get me wrong. He did a lot. But it's, it seems like he's a little bit more up front and center than where he was on the first season. So I'm actually excited to see where that's going to go. But it looks a lot of fun. It looks like it's a season that I'm really looking forward to. We're going to be introduced to some new superheroes, some new villains probably as well. And, of course, you know, I'm a huge fan of uh, Billy, the, Billy the Butch Gang. That's what I'm going to be calling them, the people who actually take down these superheroes. Because let's, let's, let me just tell you this. There's not really any good superheroes in this show or anything like that other than you have any and everything that's the only one that i can actually say that is pretty much the only one that's actually a superhero with a conscience everybody else seems to have lost their way and stuff like that so i like i love her character i love uh carl urban as billy the butcher also like jack quaid as huey this is still a stellar cast I don't know what characters that they're going to bring us or anything like that. Also, too, I ended up having to pause one one part of the scene. Um, and this scene actually stood out to me. And I don't know if it's Huey's um, face that's getting smashed, smashed in or not. But, you know, it's making me wonder if he's going to make it this season or not. Or if this was just one of those things where... It was just a dream sequence and everything, but Homelander. It looks like Homelander actually smashes his face, uh, Huey's face, and I don't know if that's going to be a dream sequence or if that's actually going to be um, something that's actually going to happen to Huey, Huey or not, or if that's just something that's haunting Huey about the consequences that he actually did from season one, and if it's actually, and if he's actually going to make it out alive on this thing because they're actually wanted. And what on the consequences of what happens whenever you have uh, Homelander that's actually going to find him. So I'm wondering if that has anything to do with it or not. But I thought this trailer was a lot of fun. I really loved the direction that they're going in with this. And also, too, We Didn't Start the Fire is one of my favorite Billy Joel songs, like I said before. The mixing of it with the trailer and everything. The, and sometimes trailers, I've been noticing this. They've been mixing songs with the gunfire, the gunfights and stuff like that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I feel like with this trailer, it actually hit every single key point that it needed to hit on. And it made me energized, it made me excited, it made me want to see The Boys Season 2. So I can't wait until I actually get to see The Boys Season 2. So now I'm going to go on ahead and talk about Halloween uh, Kills. So... I actually did a movie review on Halloween, uh, the 2018 Halloween movie. You guys can actually check that on out on the Movie Lovers Unite's YouTube channel back when I was doing YouTube. And I liked, I actually have to say, I, lo I liked the way Bloomhouse did uh, the Halloween movie. The only thing I found that was kind of anticlimactic was the ending, and that was it. Other than that, though, I thought it was a fresh take on Halloween. Also, too, I love the fact that, you know... It was just this mental patient who escapes on Halloween night to go after 
people within the neighborhood. And so it happens to be Lori was just the one of the people that just got away. So therefore he's after her after so many years. So I love that whole entire concept. And now we have, uh, have it right where it left off at, which I'm glad they didn't skip any years or anything like that, is dealing with the after effect of Lori when she's leaving the house. So it kind of actually has a little bit of a Halloween 2 kind of flavor to it where, you know, you see her uh, coming out of the closet and everything where the ambulance and everything is bringing her to the hospital for Halloween 2. And that's where everything sets up, where Michael's like, coming into the hospital and uh, trying to kill her. So it has that kind of effect on it where it's actually just continuing off of this Halloween movie. And the thing that's most haunting was when you see Lori, you see the, uh, see them in the back of the truck, just like you did in the 2018 movie. And they think that they are finally have some relief. They think that they finally put an end to Michael once and for all. And all of a sudden you see ambulance, the uh, fire departments, fire department that's coming over there to her house. You also see ambulances coming as they're leaving out, out, out of that road and everything. So there's that. But here's another thing, though, too. I like the whole fact that they're actually doing something like that that's actually kind of different because it's like, okay, this nightmare is still not over yet. Now Lori has to go ahead and try and find a way to end this now. And another thing, too, that I have to say about this, some of, some people inside this horror group was mentioning the fact, well, why didn't she just stay until the house burned? Okay, so she stays until the house burns. How do you explain a dead body in the basement floor? And that goes way beyond uh, self-defense and everything, especially whenever she has all that stuff booby-trapped and everything else to where Michael can't get out of the basement or anything like that. And especially whenever you have that secret passage and everything, too, underneath that uh, kitchen counter inside the kitchen. So, I mean, it's going to be kind of hard to actually explain why there's a dead body there, why is the house on fire, and everything else. So, getting out of there actually made sense rather than waiting to watch him burn. And don't get me wrong, I think it would actually... Um, there's something more with the dramatic effect to it because of the fact that this nightmare is finally being closed for her and she wants to just see him suffer and burn. But at the same time, you have to think about it, does it actually make logical sense for her to actually be there or not? And I have to say, I'm glad that they're actually doing it in a common sense way. It actually shows that, that the direction, the directors and everything and the direction that they actually want to go in are not treating us like idiots and saying, well, we're just going to go on ahead and let her watch him burn without any consequences to her actions or anything like that. So we're just going to, so we're just, so we're just going to go on ahead and put her in the back of the truck and let her think that she's running off into the sunset with some closure. And then all of a sudden you see the fire trucks come. And that's when you know it's about to go down again. And another thing, too, is I love I love with one of the people did inside the horror group that I'm in. And I thought it was really funny. He actually has Michael Myers on a phone and he goes, Michael Myers calling from the basement. And all I can think of is Eminem with Dr. Dre 
What did Michael Myers say? Nothing, you idiot. Michael Myers locked in my basement. And I mean it. That's the only thing that I thought of whenever I saw that meme. But, you know, I really feel like it actually makes sense for what they're doing. I really can't wait until I see Halloween uh, Kills next next year. But I wish that they didn't push back the sequel on the year after next. Because I, would have to, I wouldn't mind if actually seeing another Halloween movie within that same year. But I get why that they want to break it up because they actually want to make more money off of it and it would actually profit more to wait. But still, it makes me excited that we're even getting another Halloween movie. I thought that this Hall- the Halloween movie that we got back in 2018 was actually pretty good. There was one element that actually took me out of the film and that was just the part with Loomis doing doing that one thing where uh, where he's actually trying to experiment about why is Michael killing the way he kills and everything, what makes him a killer. And that part right there took me out of the movie just for a little bit, but then after that, it brought me right back into the movie again. It didn't really affect me on my rating or anything like that, but it was just one little small part. That one little small part took me out just for a few minutes. But if you haven't seen my review for... Uh, the 2018 Halloween movie. Go on ahead and check that out. I think you guys might actually like that. It's on my YouTube channel. Check that out. Take a look at some of the other YouTube videos that I actually have out. As a matter of fact, I might actually try and get on a stream pretty soon for StreamYards. So I'll probably wind up doing my podcast and everything. I'll probably wind up doing an audio format of the show and also do a video format. So I'll still have my audio here if you guys just want to listen and don't have time and i'll also have the the visual uh of the youtube channel and everything for you guys to actually watch so i'm gonna be doing that in the future trying to figure out how i'm gonna do everything but i hope you guys actually stick around for that so the next thing i want to mention is candy man's release date got pushed back yet again and there's no exact reason as to why they pushed it back but I'm, I'm willing to speculate because here's the thing. This movie was set to actually open up from June 12th to September 25th. And then they, well, they pushed back to June 12th and then they pushed it back again for September 25th. Now they pushed it back further to October 16th. So my thing is this. The curve that is going on right now is not even a curve at all. As a matter of fact, the coronavirus has actually spiked up and everything ever since uh, the bar, the bars were open and everything else. And people are not uh, doing the proper procedures as to protecting themselves with their mask and, and everything else. So therefore, I think they actually feel like this. You know, there's a spike here where our movie could actually be in effect and everything. And the spike is not going down yet. The curve is not going down yet or anything like that. And so I think October will be a better time to actually put this movie out, in my opinion, because I think by October we should at least see the curve go down a little bit. But don't forget, November during the winter time, that's when we wind up having a lot of uh, flu flu going on and everything because it's actually flu season. So you know we'll probably wind up seeing another spike coming around maybe November or December for the second wave and everything for the people that are are still going under everything with the coronavirus 
But here's my, like I said, my thought process is this. I think that the studios actually see the fact that there's an, a sp- there's a spike up with the coronavirus and they don't want to have any effect on the movie or anything like that with it being so high in numbers right now. And they might actually say, okay, you know what? We can benefit the, from this in October rather than putting it in September because right now it's still too soon, even two months away. Because, like I said, we haven't we haven't even slowed the curve down. It's actually spiked up now. And two months from now, I don't see it going down anytime soon unless it's maybe middle of August or something like that. But I don't think so. I don't see this thing slowing down anytime soon or even mid-September. So I think that was actually a smart move on their part to actually slow... Um, to go on ahead, move the release date over to October 16th. I think that's actually fair and everything, but we're just going to have to wait and see if they're going to change the release date again. We might as well just say movies are canceled for the whole entire year, basically. But, you know, you just never know. Maybe this thing might go away pretty soon. Maybe it won't. Uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see. I want some type of normalcy. I would love to see a new, fresh movie in the movie theaters, but right now it's just not happening, especially with the spike up and everything with the virus. So I give the studios props to actually thinking about this from a smart perspective, from a PR perspective, saying, look, we want this movie to be successful, but in order for this movie to be successful, we actually have to push back the release date yet again to an October release date, which I think is actually a great thing, not only because of the the virus or anything like that but because of the fact that we actually have a horror movie coming out in october rather than the summertime because i always love to see a horror movie during october and that's also why i love watching the saw movies in october because of the fact we actually had that horror film kind of vibe that was going around every single year but tell me what you guys think do you like the fact that Candyman got pushed back tell me if you love the halloween trailer or the boys trailer trailer as well also, too, I want to talk about my last topic here, and here's the thing. If this episode seems kind of short, there's not really a lot going on right now, and I do apologize for the shortness of this episode, but, you know, I'm going to try my best to actually have a little bit more topics on here in the future, but for right now, uh, this is going to be my topic discussion, and it's, should we recast... Logan, Wolverine, right now, or should we wait? So, my first thought process is, you know what, I'll be happy if they go ahead and recast um, for new Logan, because I think fans are actually wanting, myself included, um, is wanting another Logan movie, or another, uh, or see Wolverine in a X-Men movie. I think that we're all wanting that, but at the same time, and everything, is it the right time to actually recast, or is it not the time to recast? Because, if you think about it, Logan came out and sent Hugh Jackman on his way to retirement of that character. And it hasn't been that long since we saw Logan, or anything like that. And, you know, I think that, okay, it's been 2017 since uh, Logan came out. 17 18. So it was about three or four years since uh, Logan's was released into the movie theaters, and we got to see Hugh Jackman retire on a high note with a rated R film. 
And I think that waiting a little bit longer, it will actually help people to come to terms that there's a new actor in place of Hugh Jackman now, rather than replacing him now. Because I think everybody is still fresh in their minds about the performance that um, Hugh Jackman gave us over the years with Wolverine and with the X-Men. And I think if they go on ahead and they wait a little bit longer, i say maybe another two years, go ahead and recast in two, two more years. Because we will be able to have a new face to, uh, to Wolverine and Logan to where we won't have to worry about trying to compare the performance of what Hugh Jackman did to somebody else else's performance even though we're all guilty of doing it but it'll be it'll be a fresh new take rather than all of a sudden we have a new actor now in place of Logan but that's just my perspective on it but that's how I that's how I see that and I feel like you know if they're gonna introduce the X-Men into the MCU you don't really have to have Logan right now you can have some mention of Logan here and there Maybe he's doing some special assignment for Charles or whatever, and he just gets mentioned briefly. Maybe they can set it up that way. But I always said that I think that he's going to get introduced into the multiverse. Uh, not, not Logan, but I think that what's going to happen is I think the X-Men are going to get introduced into the multiverse of Doctor Strange, and it's going to open up the portals, and the X-Men are going to come out of that portal. But I think that the best option right now is this. I think the best option is to go on ahead, wait a little bit to cast somebody else. So the way everybody can get familiar with another face besides Hugh Jackman and people can be comfortable with having another person playing Wolverine. That's just my take on it because otherwise you're going to have, Oh, nobody else can play Wolverine, but Hugh Jackman. You're going to have that kind of crowd coming out right away because it, because people are still familiar with how Hugh Jackman has done it. And if you wait a couple of years, people are going to remember, but at the same time, people are going to actually say, you know what, I think it's time to actually recast him. And I'm okay. And people are, some people are going to be like, you know what, I'm okay with the fact that we're going to get somebody new. It could be a fresh take. It could be something that we haven't seen before that Hugh Jackman didn't give us. Maybe the character could be fleshed out a lot more than what we got in the other films. So why not? So that's how I feel about that. Tell me what you guys think. Do you like the idea of them possibly recasting somebody else as Logan? Tell me what you think. Do you guys feel like too that? They should just wait a little bit and then recast, or should they go on ahead and recast right away? Because I'm kind of curious of what you guys have to say about that, because I think that's actually pretty interesting. There's actually one little final thing I wanted to talk about, um, and that is the fact that The Wonder Years is actually going to be rebooted. And I know a lot of people are mad, and here's the thing. I grew up on The Wonder Years. I grew up on Fred Savage. Wonder Years. I grew up on his brother's sh show, uh, Boy Meets World. As a matter of fact, if you actually think about it, before the word spinoff show or, or reboot was and everything, if you think about it, Boy Meets World was actually basically um, a reboot or a rehash of, of um, the Wonder Years, if you think about it. 
because it was set in more of a modern time in the 90s versus it being in the 50s or 60s when Fred Savage, Savage was around and did it. And you don't have a narrator in uh, telling the story or whatever that's the events that he's going through or what he's thinking uh, with Boy Meets World. But it still has that kind of flavor where it actually still feels like a Wonder Wears uh, underwear. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, a Wonder Years TV show. And that's how I looked at it. Was This is like watching another Wonder, Wonder Years TV show was watching Boy Meets World. Now, some people are like, well, I don't see uh, why they have to go ahead and get a black family. To me, they don't have to. Here's the thing with this. And this is how I truly feel. This show can be cast with a white family, a black family, an Asian family, any family that they want, any type of race that they want. Because think about it. Everybody has a way of growing up in some way or fashion, different type of culture, different types of things going on in their lives and different ways of learning in life. Like Fred Savage did and everything with the Wonder Years. And I feel like they can actually change the race up. Change who and put these characters in places that we haven't seen before in Wonder Years. And what does this show actually looks like besides what's on pen and paper? And how the it all goes on too about the delivery of, of the script, of the show, of what these uh, kids go through and everything. So I think that recasting with a black family is okay. I'm okay with that. Like I said, I think that you can actually have this show and everything with any type of race you want. And it can still be called the Wonder Years. And everybody's like, well, do we really need another Wonder Years TV show? Do we really need any TV show? Or do we think that the company actually owes it to us to have TV shows? Just giving you something to think about. Just like movies. Well, do we really need a sequel to this? Do we really need a movie to the, to anything that we want to see? Do we need a movie at all? Just some, just some food for thought. Just something for you guys to think about. But that's just my take on everything. Tell me what you guys have to say about that. That's pretty much all I needed to say for this segment. I'm sorry that this is a little bit shorter than usual. But like I said, I'm going to be back tomorrow night. And I'll have some other stuff that I'm going to talk about. So, go on ahead. Subscribe to this podcast. If you like this podcast, go ahead. Give me a review on iTunes. Tell me what you guys think. And, of course, until next time. Bye-bye.